Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. So I'm going to start today's episode with a personal story, a time where I felt really burnt out and really overwhelmed, but I allowed myself to take some time off and I was able to relax and I was able to come back to the salon with a fresh perspective and fresh motivation. There are times when I love a good adventure and I like to get away with my husband and explore a new city and try different foods and experience something for the first time. But then there are times when I just need to go somewhere and be still. I just want to day drink and gaze out at the ocean for hours. And I can't say enough about truly unplugging and giving your brain and body time to rest. I mean, a healthy reset personally and professionally. So many of my projects have been birthed out of these times when I allow myself to daydream again, when I allow myself to unplug and quit staring at my phone and quit trying to be entertained by some sort of media, some group of people I don't even know. You know, when I let myself actually take the time to free think and daydream and create in my mind, something really beautiful always comes out of it. As stylists, I feel like we get caught up in this notion that vacations or time off from work are wrong, that we're somehow being a disservice to our clients, to our commitment if we take time off for ourselves, You have to remember something. You cannot underestimate the weight of other people's burdens emotional weight from these energy transfers that you have behind the chair every single day from all of these heavy conversations that you're having with your client. Now, not every visit is like that, but you can't tell me that you haven't had days that have felt like they have completely wiped you out because we all have. If you've been a hairstylist for more than five minutes, then you understand. You understand exactly what I'm saying. And this doesn't even tap into the physical wear and tear that our jobs take on our bodies. Constant work without breaks does affect the quality of the service that you provide to your clients, whether you believe it or not. I mean, you're going to have seasons of hustle and flow. I like to refer to the story of reaping what you sow. You plant all these seeds, you know, you're showing up strong, you're handing out business cards, you're asking for referrals. And then there's like this period of time where it seems like nothing is happening and you're going to feel like quitting. But this, my friends, this is where you learn what you're made of. This is where you dig in your heels and you keep at it. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start to see those seeds sprouting. That girl you gave the card to calls to make an appointment. The dental hygienist that you talked to about what you do for a living when you were getting your teeth cleaned. The lady at Sam's that complimented your hair. All of these people that you stepped up and spoke to about how wonderful you are at what you do are finally starting to come in. And now you've got a pretty good crop, right? And you're reaping the harvest. 
Now it's time to create balance, okay? We can't just continue to sow and sow and sow and never reap. So now it's time to create balance. It's time to take a vacation. It's time to maybe change your schedule up a little bit, you know, so that it can line up with how you actually want your life to look. This is where a lot of stylists make their mistake. They get into that hustle and they never take the flow. If you don't create balance, you will grow to resent the craft that you once loved and the clients you once loved to serve, and they will feel it. And now you're suffering for it. They're suffering for it. It's not ideal. You have to create the balance. What about burnout? What is the real cost of burnout for you and your clientele? I mean, your mental and physical health is going to start to suffer and your clients are going to wonder what they did wrong and why you don't value them anymore. And I know that's horrible to think about, but that's what they do. Like if all of a sudden we're just not the same cheerful person we used to be because we're exhausted, then that's the energy we're showing up to their appointment with and they're going to pick up on it and they're not going to understand what has happened. What about the physical toll of continuous work? The physical demands of being a hairstylist, especially when it compounds over years and years of working behind the chair. I mean, we're standing there all day long in probably some pretty cute shoes, right? With our arms elevated above our shoulders, with our hands doing the same motions over and over and over again, it's definitely going to take its toll on your body. And if I were to list all the aches and pains that I feel in a day, it would sound like a campaign against becoming a hairstylist. But I wouldn't change a thing about my career. If I could change anything, I would take better care of my physical body and prioritize my health more. (laughs) But I mean, that's definitely more of a character thing than a result of my career choice, because Honestly, I'm no different than most Americans. I think most of us could probably be a little bit better to our physical bodies. Some of the common physical challenges that hair stylists are going to face are, you know, bad posture. We forget about these fancy things on the chair called levers that will bring your client up to you so that you don't have to hunch over. But I think you get so caught up in what you're doing and before you realize it, someone takes a picture of you and you look like a folded noodle. You're just hunched over your client. Posture is so, so important. We hunch over shampoo bowls and we elevate our arms. And then there's all this wear and tear from the blow dryer and the shears and everything. We have to take regular breaks. And I mean, in vacations, they're definitely going to help in preventing chronic pain as well. Yeah, taking a stretching or a yoga class and seeing a chiropractor regularly and massages, all that's going to be really, really good and should be a part of your balanced health and maintenance routine. But none of that is going to be as beneficial as rest. And that's the part we often fail to do. I mean, our baseline self-care should be eight hours of sleep and 64 ounces of water. And so many of us won't even do that. And there's so many of us that require so much of ourselves and our bodies without giving it back its basic necessities. I mean, self-care looks different to everyone and you're going to have different needs at different times. When I start to feel mentally depleted, I know I need to fill my cup. So I'm going to download a new audiobook or listen to a new podcast. When I feel physically depleted, I know I need to rest. So even if I have a million things to do when I get home, I'm going to wash my face and I'm going to sit down 
and pet my dog and watch Netflix instead. When I'm emotionally depleted, I need sunshine, fresh air, and a few blank journal pages. And when I'm feeling anxious, which is still a relatively new feeling for me, I'm juggling some new things and it's very exciting, but it's definitely made me feel anxious for the first time in a long time. I know that I just need to crank up one of my favorite jams and dance it out. There's something about that physical release for me with music and dancing that just really sets me free. I mean, a fun fact about me, I I do, I love to dance. So we've went over some of the physical things that hairstylists go through, but what about mental fatigue and how it is associated with our profession specifically? It's not just about cutting hair. It's about trying to live up to the expectations of every person that sits in our chair and it can be completely exhausting. And this won't come as a surprise, but so much more of us is expected than even five years ago. The unrealistic expectations that come from people posting edited pictures and from clients not really seeing the progression of these dramatic makeovers. I mean, they see the before and the after. But, you know, the stylist didn't post the fire engine red session or the mustard yellow session that they had to go through before they got to that gorgeous blonde. We obviously all want to make our clients happy, and we know how loud an unsatisfied client can be. It's not just about our work. It's also really, really important that we're connecting and building trust and keeping secrets. I mean, there is a lot going on behind the chair. So how does taking a break really benefit you? And is your creativity stifled and your passion for the job lessened if you get exhausted? Some people need a full seven days away from the chair. They don't even start to unwind until day three. And others just need an hour in nature or a weekend in the woods to decompress and renew their mind and their body. So wherever you fall, honor yourself. Create space for what you need as well, but you have to plan it. That way you don't get to a breaking point where you have to escape last minute inconveniencing other people adding a ton of guilt and stress instead of peace and rest. So some tips that I can give stylists for prioritizing self-care and knowing when it's time to take a break is knowing what you need. It's going to require that you're very, very intuitive, meaning stay in touch of how you're feeling and how you're showing up for your life. If you notice on day five behind the chair that you feel sad, overwhelmed, fatigued, or cranky, then maybe you're a four-day-a-week stylist. I mean, most of mine are. There's no need in trying to white-knuckle it through that fifth day through a schedule that doesn't really serve you or your clients. Not having work-life balance will literally suck the joy out of any career. You cannot show up as your best self when you'd rather not be there at all. And your clients are smart. They will feel your shift even if they don't know what it is. They will miss the energy that you used to bring to the chair. And if it continues, you could lose them altogether. I know they may just seem like the next person on the schedule to you, but your client has probably been looking forward to that appointment all week. So you cannot be disconnected. You have to be mentally present. You have to be emotionally engaged during your appointments. We become a part of their life, a part of their circle. I mean, they tell us things, they trust us. And if we're drifting off and dreaming about the weekend and not giving them the attention they deserve, then they're going to notice. 
I know your clients can tell when you're tired and upset and going through something. And as much as it should be all about the client, inevitably, we let them into our lives as well. And they begin to care about the details about us, about our lives. And when we're off, when our energy is off, they know it and it can affect our relationship. You know, if we're not bringing that good energy to the table, to the appointment, they know. Not to mention there is just no way that you're doing your best work when you're in a funk. I think clients are really supportive of stylists taking breaks. And as I've evolved as a stylist and as a businesswoman, I find my clients to be overwhelmingly supportive. And, you know, the sad part is they probably were all along. And the idea that they wouldn't be was probably just a lie I told myself. So the best time to take off as a hairstylist is the time that's going to serve you best and bring you the most joy. Are you a summertime girl? Do you absolutely love summertime vacations, going to the beach, laying out, soaking up the sunshine? Or maybe being off during the holidays is really important to you. You have family come in from all over the place and you like to be off as much as possible during the holidays. Or maybe you have hobbies or there's a certain event. Maybe you ride a motorcycle and you're going to make sure that you want to get to Sturgis every year. I mean, whatever it is, whatever brings you joy, whatever your thing is, needs to be on your calendar. Do that for yourself. So how can a stylist communicate their time off to a client effectively? I mean, it's not complicated. (laughs) I mean, just be honest. Oh, Susan, I'll be on vacation that week. Would you like to come the week before or the week after? If you have a friend desk person, they're going to handle it anyway. And they're just going to look at the client and say, she's not here that week. And if you're independent, it will really only matter to the people that would fall on your book that week anyway. And if you're not going to be there, you could always just post on social media or even put a sign on the door. It's important that we make our clients feel supported and make sure that their appointments are managed even when we're not going to be there. So for a normal absence, this is really easy to work around by just planning in advance. If you're going to be gone for longer, like say a maternity leave, then you're going to want to make sure that you book your client in with another stylist in that salon so that they're more likely to come back to you when you return. I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think of something positive to end this episode with. And it's just funny how our minds work sometimes, how the idea of someone forcing you to take time off or you forcing yourself to take time off seems like punishment instead of a benefit. It just goes to show how much our mindset matters because your time off is your God-given right. It is time off that you've earned. It's time off that you deserve and time off that you need to be your best self. If you don't advocate for yourself and for what you need to have balance in your life, then you're headed down a rough path. Pay attention when it's time to hustle and sow those seeds and when it's time to reap the harvest and rest. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 